earthquake killed thousands in Morocco as search and rescue efforts are underway. That's where we're starting The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Monday, September 11th. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. More than 2,100 people died in the 6.8 magnitude earthquake, which struck about 47 miles southeast of Marrakesh late on Friday. It's the strongest earthquake to hit the area in over a century. Over 2,400 other people were injured, and the death toll is expected to rise. People slept in the streets of Marrakesh for a third straight night. 19-year-old Yahya Elma spoke about the destruction. He was preparing to sleep outside with his family in the Jewish quarter of Marrakesh. Every family here in the Jewish area, we need to help because every family here don't have the house. Every, every house here is broken. Buildings continue to crumble through the weekend. Rescue workers have struggled to reach the mountainous and rural area at the quake's epicenter. You can check our website for information about where you can donate to relief efforts. Number two, President Biden met with the leader of Vietnam yesterday. Biden's visit to Vietnam was meant to enhance ties between the nations in the face of China's growing influence. He met with the general secretary of Vietnam's ruling Communist Party. But speaking to the press last night, Biden said he did not intend to isolate China. So really what this trip is about, it was less about containing China. I I, I don't want to contain China. I just want to make sure we have a relationship with China that is on the up and up, squared away. Everybody knows what it's all about. And one of the ways you do that is you make sure that we are talking about the same things. The Vietnam visit followed the G20 summit in New Delhi. On Saturday, leaders announced plans for a new rail and shipping corridor connecting India and Europe through the Middle East. The G20 leaders also reached a consensus on a declaration about the war in Ukraine. It was a milestone, but its language did not explicitly name Russia as the war's aggressor. Russian President Vladimir Putin did not attend the summit. Number three. The convicted killer who escaped a Pennsylvania prison more than a week ago is still on the run. Police said Danilo Cavacante was spotted on a former co-worker's doorbell camera Saturday night outside the area that police have been searching. Over the weekend, police said Cavacante stole a vehicle and changed his appearance. He's now clean-shaven. He escaped prison on August 31st, about a week after he was sentenced to life for the murder of his ex-girlfriend. Number four. Get up, Coco Goff. You just won the U.S. Open. Coco Goff won her first Grand Slam title at the U.S. Open. The 19-year-old tennis star defeated Arena Sabalenka in three sets Saturday. She's the third American teenager to win the U.S. Open, joining Tracy Austin and Serena Williams. On the men's side, Novak Djokovic won his 24th Grand Slam title and his third of the year, defeating Daniil Medvedev yesterday in three sets. Number five, the world has a rapidly narrowing window to cut greenhouse gas emissions. According to a U.N. report released on Friday, nations are woefully off track to meet the goals of the 2015 Paris Agreement to limit the planet's warming. 
That's despite near-universal climate action inspired by the agreement. The report comes ahead of the world's next global climate summit, COP28, in November. The assessment also focuses on the wide-ranging actions that can help avoid the worst consequences of global warming. This includes aggressively phasing out fossil fuels and designing changes that alleviate poverty. The report comes after a summer that was hotter than ever for almost everyone in the world, according to a new analysis. Number six, the 49ers, Dolphins, and Cowboys looked impressive in the first week of the NFL season. San Francisco demolished Pittsburgh 30-7. Miami lit up the scoreboard in a 36-34 shootout with the Chargers in Los Angeles. And Dallas smothered the Giants in primetime, 40-0. Tonight, Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets host the Buffalo Bills on Monday Night Football. But some cable customers have lost access to ESPN. If that's you, click the link in our show notes. We've outlined some alternatives and workarounds so you won't miss the game. And at number seven, a newly discovered comet is passing the sun this week. An amateur Japanese astronomer discovered comet Nishimura just last month. It'll pass close to Earth on Tuesday and then the sun five days later. As it gets hotter, its dust and gases will create a glowing tail that stretches for millions of miles. It's already visible from Earth, but will reach peak brightness next Sunday. If you want to see it, check the horizon before sunrise anywhere in the northern hemisphere. A high elevation and binoculars will help. But if you miss it, you're out of luck. If the comet survives its trip past the sun, it won't circle back this way until the year 2457. You're all caught up for today. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Jeff Pierre, and I will meet you back here tomorrow.